Now, yeah, last week we were just all around the mark. A few of those there at big odds, if they could have stuck their head out a little bit further, we could have had a really good day, but uh, had a, quite a bit of comment there. Just a lot of people there with the, on the each-way money that uh, that were able to finish with their noses in front, so uh, that's the main thing. Which one was that, sorry? I was just saying last week we had a few there of yours that just uh, that, that ran a place at the big odds and if they just could have stuck their head oh, out a little yes, bit further yes, and won yes. it could have been uh, something different. But anyway. Well, it's the difference between um, beer and champagne when they run the uh, um, when they run a place. But anyway, at least you, you win on the race mm. at now, the odds. Earl, I've got a question here. Uh, Hilton Horn wants to know how old is that wolfhound? Uh, the wolfhound. Now, let me think. Human years, dog years, either or? Uh, she's going very well for a wolfhound. They don't tend to last. Their longevity isn't that uh, isn't that great. I would say she's either 12 or 13. Oh. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Carter's got a, a birth certificate. I but, yeah, when she's absent at the moment. But I I would say so. She's been with us. She came she came as a five or six-year-old, and she's been with us six or seven years. So mm. She's doing she's doing well. Uh, is a great, uh, great am- ambassador of uh, gentleness and kindness. She is unbelievable, really. Mm. And... She's not interested in aggressive dogs uh, or aggressive people. She just, uh, but she, she's like blue-collar workers, children and dogs, I've always said, can smell a phony a mile off, James, and she can tell one a mile off. Won't have anything to do with them. So that's a long way of saying, is she, I think, about 12 or 13. All right, 12 or 13. So there you go, Hilton. So Hilton asked that question, so... There we go. So we've learnt some more trivia today. Ballarat today. What do you think? Uh, it's uh, Dowling Forest. Uh, Ballarat. In many ways, it reminds me of Toowoomba of old, where some of the great trainers emerged. Uh, there were some great trainers in Ballarat in the old old days. Uh, they really were, and there's, of course, being carried on in tradition by. Darren Weir and uh, the other young fellow, uh, Dan O'Sullivan, he's got a, a small team there. But it's uh, a great race track and getting better. Um, they've got an outer and an inner track. The the inner track will have races three, four and eight, but the outer track, uh, some would say, have the best 1,400 and 1,600 metre starts uh, a mile and seven furlong starts in the country gives everyone a fair chance. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a, a lovely place to go. Mm. Uh, I'll be, they might get through without a thunderstorm, but um, mm. there'll be a lot mm. of people there today, uh, James. Uh, they'll be up at, at a uh, Melbourne crowd, certainly. Mm. And a 10-race card, which befits the, the status of the Ballarat Cup. Uh Anyway, um, that's uh, that's my thoughts on the track. It'll be a good four. Yes. Although I I get a they give a penetrometer reading there at six point one eight. Mm. 
in the old days, that would have been that would have been getting into the slow range. So it beats me how things change. They don't talk about penetrometers anymore. They talk about other instruments. But mm. who cares? You take notice of the men that um, walk with a sharp stick. They tell you there's still a couple of them around. They used to be out in force in the old days. Now they pointed stick and they'd walk the track and use that as their gauge for how the track will be. Okay, well, that's what they've come up with. Well, that's what we've that's what we're dealing with here today. Let's have a look at the card. As you said, there's ten races, so we may as well get down to business. The first benchmark seventy eight twelve hundred. Your thoughts? Uh, I um, when the when the nominations come out, I took a double. Uh, I took uh, number four Royal Fashion into number three Suspense in the last race at forty to one. Royal Fashions, an import from New Zealand, uh, has run in a group. It's Group 3 placed, and I expect it to run a very big race. Uh, two will be hard to beat and also nine, but I'll, I haven't had an outright bet, but I've had a double, as I said. Uh, race 1, number 4, into race 10, number 3. Okay. And then, so we've got so race one there, so the four Royal Fashion chances here as well to the two and also to the nine. So that's a look at the first. What do you think in race number two here, benchmark 70, 1,100 metres? I am um, very keen on 15 El Rada. Uh, the reason being that uh, first up it was a great second to foul cool at Hamilton over 1100 and they ran 1-3 and that's an excellent time at any racetrack but especially Hamilton it's uh, one at um, the distance over 1100 at Ballarat previously and also longer they bet 16 to 1 I thought it would be very hard to beat I think number 9's got a chance if you're looking for multiple uh, four Mistopheles and uh, number, no, that's all there is. And I, John Sadler takes Coram first up. I think he's done it in the last three years, and his horse observational after a very uh, interesting set of circumstances at uh, mm. Sandown last week. It's, all, it's over in Perth, one. And if you're looking at a really a real fluker with uh, a good chance as number one judges. He's a, he's a pretty smart young fellow, that bloke, Daniel Bowman. And I like the young lady. Uh, she can sit on. But number 15, El Rada, uh, I didn't mention one. I won't mention two. But um, number 17 uh, is... is uh, has got a lot of ability, but uh, I like 15 El Rada. Forget the rest, maybe judges for that place. Okay, let's have a look then. Race number three here, benchmark 78, 2300 metres. It's a very uh, poor race in many ways because you have the top lot of horses from 57 and a half up to 61, and then you have. Uh, Three horses on the minimum, which is 10 uh, 
11 and 13. So I, I, I don't, it's just not a race I'd like to get involved in. So I, I will, no thanks, no, no race, no betting in race three. Okay, what about the fourth then? And the fourth race here, the Magic Moon's two-year-old, the Clockwise Classic. Be very interesting. Um, I've actually uh, had uh, a little bit on number two at 66 to one, first time lucky high back that, uh, uh, when nominations first came out. I like the rider and... I, if you look at its run at Queen Bian, they ran in that race something like 51.14 for memory for the 900, which equates to a 56-second-plus for a 1,000. And they, they just... I was very lucky to get those sort of odds. But anyway, I thought it's worth a, worth a punt here because she'll go quick. She's drawn... Probably comes into barrier 10. It's not easy when you're drawn wide, and there's a lot of very smart youngsters in it, but at those odds, I thought, why not? Mm. Why not? Indeed. Okay, let's uh, move on to the fifth on the card here. The fifth is the, the Eureka Stockade, 1,400 metres, the journey for the three-year-olds. Uh, I'm very... Uh, I do have a good opinion of one in this, a maiden. Uh, to stable made a peaceful state. His run in the, in the uh, Sandown Guineas was enormous. Mm, he, mm. Whilst he finished second, he got grabbed just before the line, but he covered more ground than the other horse. I thought that was an enormous run. And this fellow has a lot of ability, number seven, Fulton Street. Now, he ran second behind Vinland, and Vinland finished, I think, sixth in the Sandown Guineas, and uh, Fulton Street was beaten about a length and a half by him in the country. And they ran 122 for the 1400, which is a very, very good time. And I thought that 25 to 1, they bet he was worthwhile having something on number 7, Fulton Street. I'd yeah. be very cautious of number 8, just a joke ran in a barrier trial in Sydney and they ran one uh, about 110 for the um, 1200 which is uh, very 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 good for a, a trial but Fulton Street each way but um, I can tell you that back one on this which will be one of our late movers okay. a stable made of Fulton Street but more of that later Okay, so Fulton Street there as the uh, each-way selection there. Let's go to the sixth. Race six here, the uh, McKellar Mile over, well, over the mile, of course, 1,600 metres. What do you like here, the sixth? I don't like anything, uh, James. I'm not interested in that race. All right. Short and sweet, or short, <laughs> short and blunt. Yeah. Race seven. Benchmark 84, 1,400 metres. I thought only two could win this. Number 10, New Universe, and number 14, Milwaukee. I backed Milwaukee on these run when third behind Dollar for Dollar and Land of Plenty. And I like his breeding and I like his ability. That was a very, very good run at Flemington. And it entitles him to uh, 
uh, it entitles him to have a good show in this number 14, Milwaukee. Okay, so Milwaukee uh, on top there from a new universe, so the 10 and the 14. Let's go to the 8th, race number 8 on the card here, Ballarat Cup. What do you like in the cup? I like number five, Grey Lion. They bet eights, and that's he—he's—he's uh, he's running much better company than this. Except for um, the top weight, Antonio Giuseppe. He's got to carry fifty-eight. My memory is he carried four and a half. Um, he carried fifty-four and a half in the Metropolitan. Now the metro and he's beaten about four something lengths. Uh, don't hold me to that, James. I'm just my memory now. Uh, but they ran two twenty seven. That's Caulfield Cup speed. That is very good. Extra zero has got a huge chance. I don't think he's carried this weight for a long, long time. And Grand Dream, a number eleven, there's a blowout chance. But I thought Grey Lion today's his day for mine. Okay, so Grey Lion is the selection there. Let's have a look at uh, race number nine here. And uh, the ninth on the cards are ten races here today. It's the Magic Man's three and four-year-old classic 1,100 metres. Number seven, Divine Quality for mine. Uh, they, they bet very good odds um, earlier in the week. And... She has won over, she's won here, uh, and she is coming. The only the only slight worry I have is she's dropping back from 1,400 to 1,100. But the trainers are very astute judge. Uh, I think she's up for it, and she was scratched from a good race at um, uh, Sandown last week, Divine Quality. So I do like her, and there's one at odds that's got a good chance, number 12. Chalcidian. And um, that's it for me, James. Seven to beat uh, 12. 12. Okay, so we'll throw the 12 in there as a uh, as a roughy, which is uh, Chalcidian. Lucky last. Yeah. Race 10. Now you've shown your cards. You're in the bookends here. You were uh, the first race you talked about Royal Fashion, and now we go into the last with suspense. Yeah, I... I <laughs> I took the double, but I, I've gone cold and suspense. Um, but anyway, that happens. There's, when it's it's best not to do things too early, James, because you can get you can talk yourself out of a lot of things. But the more I looked at this race, the more I realised just how difficult it is. Because the two horses in this are very very well weighted. Number eight, Proud Wolf. Carrying 51 with a three kilo came, and as I said earlier, I have a high opinion of that young lady. And Fal Tool, who drops from I think 61 to 54, he'll be right in it. But there's so many other chances. Uh, the best horse in the race is Saddler's Wake, and he's he won a, a barrier trial. But, uh, dear, it's a, it's a very it's a very difficult race, but I suppose I better I better have a go. Um, look at uh, number eight, Proud Wolf. Uh, uh, probably a suspense will get up and win it. But anyway, Proud Wolf, thirty-three to one. 
51 kilos is nearly one of the best weighted horses in Australia. Okay. But um, there's been a lot of money just in the last, uh, oh, between 9.15 and 9.30 for two Chamois Road. So um, that'll claim one and a half. I think it's got an apprentice in below one and a half down to 56. But it's a raffle. I hope to be trying to get out of the last. But anyway, Proud Wolf, live by the sword and you die by it. Exactly. Now, better bets, your thoughts. Better bets on the card today from Ballarat. Now, the best uh, for mine would be uh, in ra a race five. I, I've got an opinion of this fellow, Fulton Street, but uh, today is his, his opportunity to step up. I think he's got a very promising future. I think Grey Lion will win the uh, Ballarat Cup, and despite what I said about divine quality, I like her at the odds. So those three are the best for mine, James. Okay, so that's a look at those. Righto. What about the uh, the money trail, the money report for uh, the best back runners? Yes, uh, in race three at Ballarat, uh, number seven, Tiger Tim. Very good odds, I bet. They've had plenty on it. Race three, <laughs> number seven, Tiger Tim. <laughs> Tiger Tim. Yes, that's, uh, that's Peter Gallagher says he's a very good trainer, very, very um, pleasant young man. He's got the right money rider on. Um, he is a very good horseman, um, Mark Zara. Uh, in the fifth, uh, this is the one from the Weir Stable, but they're black for plenty. Number two, Peak. Race five, number two, Peak. And race nine, the one that back for plenty, is number two, uh, Senor Gardi. Okay. Race nine, at number two. Senor Gardi. Is the other. Okay. So money there for those runners. All right. What about uh, Sydney today? Uh, yes, Sydney. And uh, I did say that Chamois Road has been well tried between nine o'clock and nine fifteen. I think I did, did I not? Yes, yes you did, I apologise. Uh, okay, the toughest race of the day. Now, Rose Hill Gardens. Uh, race three, number six, which is Gambler's Blues. Uh, Gambler's Blues, race three, number six. Uh, race six. Now, uh, there's a toss-up here between six and two. Seeing that uh, number six is the favourite and will be a lot shorter, um, we'll make it number two, Zumbalina. Okay, so race six, number two, which is uh, Zumbalina. And race nine, number six, which is Istria. Now, the suggestion to me was is that it'll get out. Okay. So that's why I'm prepared to give it, even though it's a place on a five to two chance, but it, it might just drift. 
And there was another horse, and this was only my observation, in Sydney, very well weighted in race seven, the country classic, number 10, Wildflower. Wildflower. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's one of the... I always look about for well-weighted horses, so it's got a hope. I don't know what odds it is, but who cares? <laughs> so they're the, they're the six best, um, James. Okay, so, uh, so a few there for us to consider. So hopefully we can find a winner or two. So you and the Wolfhound will take it easy today, I take it? Yes, we will take it easy and uh, maybe engage in a, a glass of wine later in the day before the sun sets, although it sets pretty late now. I have to tell you, I can't wait up till 8.30, I think. So I'll, I'll, I shall pursue a wine earlier than that, maybe about 4.30. 4.30? Yes. 3.30 Queensland time. Yes, and... Um, 4.30 would be just before the Ballarat Cup. I can't think of anything uh, better today than sitting now with a glass of Shiraz and watching the Ballarat Cup. Yeah, sounds good. And James, your family well? Yes, everyone's well. That's good. Give them my regards and look forward to next week. Likewise. Thank you, Earl. Au revoir. El Carter joining us there. That's his look at uh, racing today. Now, other selections I have to share with you. Uh, Stephen Brassel, I just got his information through. So if you've got your guides ready here, so Steve Brassel, so thebookiebroker.com.au. And as well, if you jump onto uh, bookiebroker.com.au, you'll see all of uh, Steve's information there. But now, Steve Brassel sent through. Okay, here's uh, selections here. Sydney, race two, number one, star sensation. So race two, number one, star sensation. And then he's got uh, race three, number eight, Mornington. His best is race four, number seven, Zonk. So race four, number seven, Zonk is his best. Now, he said one here, he said, have a dollar each way, a very rough chance to race seven, number five, overdue. So race seven, number five, overdue. Uh, race eight, number two, Ozark. And race nine, number six, Istria. So a few there from Steve Brassel for Rose Hill. Ballarat, he says, race five, number five. Uh, race five, number five, Cutlass, each way. Race 6, number 10, Bonus Dioro. Race 8, number 7, Mr. Garcia. Race 9, number 9, Pirapala each way. And at Ascot, race 7, number 4, Salubrious. Good luck and good punting. So Stephen Brassel, so that's his information sending through there. Take a break on the program. When we come back, we'll have a look at Clifford Park with Ben Hall and Anthony Collins. <laughs> 